tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson, the O'Kellen clan. P4P, Real Talk, Midwest Muscles in the house. And this program, yes, this one, is sponsored by P4P Muscles, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in all of the entire world. Does that even make sense? I don't know. But if you, yes, you, are a drug free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, and drive your games like what does arrive? Like a Mack truck through ice cream. Voice. She said it. She said it. You heard it. Voice. I said it. <laughs> I said it. Yeah, and you heard it. it. I did hear it. Check us out at people dot com. And now let's chit chat with the band. Huh? Hello, Desiree. Hello. Howdy. How are you? I'm doing just fine. It is so good to be back on the airwaves. Yeah. I think so. I, you know, it's always good to be on the airwaves. But I, I have to point out here just briefly that I don't know how many of you are on Facebook, um, but Kaylin, if you haven't been paying attention, Kaylin has been doing Facebook Live cardio kickboxing videos for several weeks now. It's called, I think, uh, Get Off the Couch and Get Rid of That Pouch with Kaylin or something like that. <laughs> so if you haven't if you haven't been on and you're looking for an at home exercise routine, that might be oh. uh might be reason for you to uh jump on Facebook, jump on Kaylin's Facebook oh, page my. and check that out. Yes. yes. Get off the couch. <laughs> And lose that pouch. Yes. 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 It Get is. off the couch <laughs> and lose that pouch. It, 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 so. It's a pretty good idea. I, I I like the way it worked out. Um, it when when we had the lockdown, you know, and nobody could go in. One of the things uh, that people were asking for, while well, you know, because there's a lot of people. I mean, hats off to the Fit Body You members. They said they did not want to stop. Uh, paying their mem- uh, monthly membership because they didn't want the place to close. Uh, so they were paying their membership dues. But then one of the ladies said, well, you know, what What, what can you do online to help us out? And so we, we came up with that little concept. And it, it actually went over really well, a lot better than, than I expected. I mean, I expected maybe five or six people. I didn't expect uh, the, the numbers that we were seeing, and it was quite impressive. So... The one thing I did not want to do was uh, have uh, the members basically not getting their money's worth for all that they were doing. And so I was going to give above and beyond. And then when the members came back into the class, it became even more special because then we could do online and in-house. So it was a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And I guess people hadn't expected to see a, a bodybuilder actually being that mobile 
So that was uh, kind of a treat because I, I mean, they, this is something I've been doing for, for years now. So it was kind of funny when people said, I, I didn't know you could actually move. And I was thinking, well, what, what, what do you expect? Uh, what, what do we really think about bodybuilders? And, and, and how does that all play out in people's minds, I guess? But it, it's a lot of fun, and I enjoy it. Hello? Beth? Hello? Is she still there? I think Actually, yes, that. I'm still here. You you didn't oh, get my message, you. I take it. I, I think I didn't. <laughs> I think you didn't either. No, Trinity just got stung, so I had to go quickly see what was going on and make sure she was okay. So you missed the message that said, Trinity just got stung. I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that's what happened. Is she okay? Um. Well, I mean, it hurt. She had tears in her eyes, which is a lot for Trinity. But so far, we don't have any major swollen or a, a major reaction. So we'll just keep an eye on it. She's not quite sure what it was that stung her. So we're thinking maybe a yellow jacket. She doesn't have any known allergies to those things, as far as I know. But we'll keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's scary. All right. That is scary. Yeah. And so what was probably even scarier was was the silence that you were left with because we did not have good communication on that. But you know, guys, sometimes emergency happens. This is live radio. You are following along yes. as it's happening out of the gate, and there you have it. And there it is. Um, and there it is. So now you watch the video. And I, I don't like microphones because I have a, a voice that carries. So it, it's not easy to do the transition. And, and a lot of people were saying at first that it was muffled. And that's only because mm-hmm. they're used to the microphone coming through the system. Um, as we've grown, people have basically adjusted to it. And, and you know, I, I just don't like sweating over everything, especially with uh, the way I sweat. My goodness it's something else so uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm a sweater let's, let's be honest about it so it, it's a lot of fun Sweetie, I, I really enjoy it i mean i really do but how does it uh work for the people that are watching since you have seen some of it um so here it goes so i am in the camp of those people who thinks that it would be great if kaylin had a microphone even though his voice does carry it doesn't carry as much in the uh, Facebook Live arena. But the way that it works is Kalen leads the class and you follow along at home and do what he does. And he'll take you through a warm-up, workout, and cool down. So make sure you have uh, good volume, space to uh, punch and kick, and uh, turn your ceiling fan on and go to it. Yes, please. Go to it. uh, Lose that pouch. Get off that pouch and lose that pouch. And lose that pouch. And, and and it works pretty good. I mean, like uh, I, I get messages all the time. Um, one of the things that, uh, like I said, it, it's just funny that people don't think bodybuilders can actually move, other than with poses. So that's that was a uh, that was something I didn't expect to learn. And um, <laughs> just being mobile is kind. Of, like I said, it's it's. I've been in sports all my life, so you know, being mobile and active is second nature to me. So it's just funny when you can see um, 
mean, it's just funny to see <laughs> to see um just people just don't expect bodybuilders to be able to move. I, I think that's one of the craziest concepts that I could imagine. Oh, but yeah. I guess because you're out there you marching and kicking and punching and yes. I get a kick out of watching those little legs, especially when you're just doing the low kicks and it doesn't look like you're hardly moving your knee. I'm like, he's going to snap that little knee right off. You better lift that leg up higher. <laughs> and then you eventually get to the higher, but I'm like, and there it is. And, and there, there it, it is. is. But it's low oh. impact. So I, I do want to start with low impact and I, and then we turn it up. But uh, I, I, I want to make sure that they understand that there are options because a lot of times if we go high intensity, some people get lost in translation and try to do exactly like I'm doing it. And that's, that's just not how it works. That's not how it works. So translation, you guys shouldn't be afraid to get off the couch and lose that pouch with Kalen Patterson. Well, what days of the week do you have that on, Kalen? It's uh, Tuesday. <clears throat> Tuesdays at what time? Uh, 8.30 uh, Central Standard Time. All right. But since it's recorded, you can tune into his Facebook page anytime and and, uh, get off that couch and lose that pouch. Yeah, and work that pouch. So, yeah, it's Facebook Live, but I make sure to to share it so it can be stored. And then when... uh, it, it it goes. It, it, I mean, it works pretty good. Sometimes it's muted because of the music, because we don't own the rights to it. But still, it's something that that works really well for the people who are still at home and not really gym active. So we we have that concept out there. I mean, it's something I don't want to do away with because you know once you open a door to anything, it's pretty much open. And uh, I don't want to close the door on the people who basically all that that's all they have right now. I think that would be unfair, and uh, it it just works better, you know, with the masses because after I think it was 160 people that have been, you know, following that, it would be unfair to just shut the door on that and just say come to the gym. It's working. (laughs) It is working. It is definitely working, and you know what else would work well? Is if you went What's ahead that? and uh, introduced our guest for tonight. Now <laughs> 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 that we've gotten past the uh, excitement of the uh, walk right thing and and uh, getting off the couch, I think we're ready. Yeah, let's, let's just bring him on. He's ready. <laughs> Hello. All right. Yes, bring hey, him on. Guys, Introduce. <laughs> there he is. We're great. Hey, John. How's it going? I'm doing fine. It's been a crazy year for so far, that's for sure. Yeah, and this is just part of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're part of the crazy huh? <laughs> yes. Well, John, uh, we talked uh, yesterday, and, and some of the – there's been a lot of misconceptions, a lot of, a lot of misinformation. It, it seems to be rampant right now in this country, and I guess uh, bodybuilding is no different, especially natural bodybuilding. Uh, some of the things that I was, was asking you about, you had no clue, because I guess people aren't reaching out to you, and you would be the best person to uh, to do that since you've already done the Southern States Classic and had it go over quite well. So some of the misconceptions 
are, are really stemming from people that are claiming to have natural shows but are the furthest thing from it. And, uh, you know, no no point in going into bashing, especially since I know some of the enhanced listeners uh, listen to our show and they still choose to do it, you know, to each their own, I guess. But I, it's just something I don't condone or uh, adhere to. So just open the eyes and the ears and the mind of our, our listeners about who you are, introduce yourself. And I know you've been on the show before, but our listenership has grown uh, vastly since then. So just do a reintroduction, and uh, let's get this show started. Well, this is John Arnold. I'm with the NAMBF. I'm the vice president, actually, and uh, with my wife. Well, we've been uh, promoting shows for 24 years, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. so we've got a little experience of doing this, and it's all been on the natural side, of course, and uh, that's kind of where our heart is, actually. And uh, like you said, there's no sense in really kind of going in any other direction as far as uh, no doubt about it. Yeah, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's you in a nutshell. Well, and uh, and we definitely appreciate that. You, you and Becky both have done a lot for natural bodybuilding, and you continue to, especially with the roles you play for the uh, NANDF. Um, so I am particularly excited to have you on this show because your show, the Southern States Classic, although you and Becky promote several, um, is one of the few that has actually taken place, and we'll call it post-corona, even though we're still dealing with corona, but, you know, post right. everything being shut down and now things moving forward. So I, I would just really love to get your perspective of, A, you know, how the how the show went, you know, maybe we can go over a few highlights, but then just, just share what you can about, you know, just maybe some of the changes that you may have had to make or just how, what was the spirit like, you know, of the athletes? I guess maybe we'll start there. Um, you know, being the, being one of the first few shows after the whole pandemic craziness kind of swept the world. Right. And I'll tell you, what, what was kind of evident immediately, of course, is uh, I'm going to say in the February, whatever, you know, we were tracking numbers-wise exactly like we normally do, and everything's going fine, and all of a sudden, you know, here comes March, right after, what, uh, spring break, whatever, and uh, all of a sudden, yeah. we've got this happening, and so... Oh, of course, our numbers, they stayed. I mean, we didn't have a big drop, and we're thinking, okay, but we weren't growing after that, of course. And uh, But, you know, farther and farther, become more liquid, knowing full well all the gyms are shut, shutting down, and all, all of our friends are calling us because we have our extra bands from our shows and wanting to borrow equipment and whatnot. And, you know, of course, at that point, you know, we started getting people kind of dropping out a little bit, and but we just kept forward. You know, I'll tell you what was crazy was uh, all we did is say, like, from the whole time this thing started, you know, and, and this is kind of the way we are, but after doing this for 24 years, you, you know, you you got to be proactive. And so we started actually looking at just different venues and based upon, you know, counties and, the, you know, the restrictions that were going on because, you know, we, we mm-hmm. still had people – we still had people wanting to do it. And actually – we polled you know, the people that were still entered and asked them what they felt like they want they wanted to happen, and they're all pretty much you know on board. And so 
it was more motiv- motivation to to go ahead and do it was not just for us, pretty much. It was for them. I mean, that's really what it came down to. I'll say that right now. And surprisingly, there's a lot of, I guess, uh, strong-willed uh, people out there, and uh, you know, they 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 wanted to go forward. Uh, but just like anything else, I mean, we had to adhere to all the rules of CDC, you know, right. make sure that, you know, we're complying. And that that's, that was the key to it all. I mean, it really is. It, of course, it kept becoming more liquid all the time. So, uh, but I, I will tell you, and here's what we kind of did as an organization. You know, we had, of course, I'm in, you know, board meetings a lot and uh, being on the, on the, on the board. And uh, we, we all kind of got together and, you know, Aaron Callister, you know, uh, up in uh, Minnesota, Mr. Ms. Minnesota and North American. Anyway, he he and I and, and Becky and, and Ryan and we all sat down and kind of put together a, kind of a plan of attack, you know, a standard operating pr- procedure, if you want to call it. And uh, we, we put that together and actually for the, our federation as a whole, you know, to be able to use it. And uh, that's really, I'll, I'll tell you right now, that's really what probably. Uh, helped us actually acquire a, a venue, to be honest with you. I mean, eventually. Uh, you go in with the plan and, you know, and, uh, you know, business plan, if you want to call it. And, uh, and they look at that and they're, okay, these people know what they're doing, you know. And and uh, so they, they gave us an opportunity to do it. I mean, we had, you know, we, we actually uh, postponed it, you know, twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, our, our April show was done in mid-June. <laughs> so, uh mm-hmm. That's kind of what, you know, that's what it came down to. And, uh, you know, it came down to everything. I mean, as far as, like I said, uh, locations. And you, you had to look at, you know, entry to the facility, you know, as far as that goes. And, you know, we were we were lucky enough, though, we had, you know, attrition, people dropping out and not putting on their shows at our regular venue. Mm-hmm. We were kept, you know, of course, we wanted to kind of stick there, familiarity, all the above, but uh, we did have uh, you know some alternatives. I mean, we really did. We had to keep them in our back pocket because you don't know. Because we're in like Clay County, and you've had you have Jackson County, which is Kansas City. We're, this is Liberty, where we're at Missouri, which is yeah, you know, stones throw from the line. But, um, so you know, we had those options. So yeah, it was it was uh, it was pretty dicey, and we had to just keep kind of going forward and. You know, we kept asking our contingency, you know, what, if you guys are still on board, I mean, and they were. And, you know, we, we did have a third of the amount of people we normally do. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, yeah. it, it was a lot of fun. You know, it really was. And, and uh, you know, we ended up with uh, restrictions uh, that were um, – we had, like, 50 uh, backstage, 50 on, you know, in, in the audience area. That's where we were kind of ended up. However – uh, because the week, like three days before the event, it went to 250. You know, they just happened chance. That's kind of what it did, and uh, opened up. You know, and uh, but we were only staffed to be able to handle the 50-50. You know, on backstage. Mm-hmm. So we thought, well, let's just go ahead and keep it conservative. Let's, let's leave it alone. And uh, pretty much the people that uh, were viewing it were, you know. Friends and family of the competitors only, pretty much. Hey, so hey we, John. Yeah. Can I jump in? Uh, yeah, because I, I, I don't want this to pass up because um, one of the things that I, I've really appreciated, you know, with you, you and Becky, 
is your passion for the sport. And if this doesn't show true passion, I mean, you guys are jumping through hoops after hoops after hoops. <laughs> and this is the one yeah. show that's ever-changing. And I don't want people to misunderstand the hard work that's going on because you make it sound so easy because, like I said, after 24 years, like you said after 24 years, it becomes par for the course. But there's a lot going on in what you're saying and doing, and I don't want the, the listeners to, like, overlook that fact that there's so much happening, especially when the information is constantly and ever-changing to get this done. So basically, you know, you, like you said, you got to change the month. you got to change stuff. You have to consider changing the venue and everything right. else. Right. So with oh, that kind crazy. of headache, please speak to that passion on what kept you going where you didn't throw in the towel and say, the hell with this. Oh, hey, believe me, uh, there, there are many times that, you know, we decided we weren't going to do it, <laughs> but we but we did, you know what I mean? It was, now, we, we were always going to go forward, especially just because of the way we, you know, we can keep in contact with our competitors, and, and uh, you know, they, it was more about them, you know, I mean, and we said, heck, you know, if you guys want to do this, we're going to do it, you know, because, I mean, we love the sport, and we want to make sure that, uh, you know, Something is going on in in 2020 if we can. And that, and that's mm-hmm. I think that's the goal of everyone. I mean, at this point, I mean, businesses, you know, they're shuttered. They're just trying their best to keep float, and we want to do the same thing as far as for the Southern states. Um, but again, it was, it's more about the fact that hey, you you got these people out there, and I mean, I I, I uh, trained an individual that's probably. That's about all I had for this year as well. But and he, this guy was a first-time competitor, just an example. And so his training method was he had one of these, uh, oh, like a, it's a course, you know, through a neighborhood type whatever, and he would run it, and they had all the implements and pull-up bars and, and, and whatnot, and we just kept working on the diet. And uh, and uh, so that's exactly how he, he got to the stage. I mean, I think he only had maybe two weeks of maybe when the gyms opened up. But to me, mm-hmm. you know, those guys, those guys were the warriors, and we're so glad that we actually kind of went through with it. And I'm telling you what, the atmosphere was awesome. People were like, oh, just so elated. That, you know, made us, it charged us up like crazy, and it really did. So it was just fun to see people kind of have, like, a little bit of normalcy and in their life. And, and uh, you know, they got to go watch a show, you know, the friends and family. You know, and, you know, we just had to make sure that they knew that, you know, what we were going to do up front. We had meetings with them and and uh, went over all of it and said, look, you know, you guys have got to understand this is not a normal show. And for the ones that have competed, you're going to have to have an open mind about <laughs> how we do the backstage and, and just follow, follow rules, you know, and, and – uh, and everything was fine. We just made sure that we went over that and over that. And it all went off very well. I mean, you know, the thing is, is it's like anything else, post-show, it's like nowadays, it's no <laughs> no news is good news sometimes. Like, if you don't hear anything, it's huge, you know. So, um, yeah, it was it was very, very positive all the way through. Everybody was did everything we asked them to do. I mean, there was, there was, just think about this for a second. So you got a polygraph. A polygrapher, you had the, gla- the glass between them. Everybody was social distancing. 
um, all the way through. You know, even when we set up the state, the stage, and all that, we in the, the, the theater itself, we had one entrance, just like you would any, anywhere else. Uh, everything was always social distance. We had X's on the floors in our pump-up room. You name it, we 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 did it to the by the book. If you look at the show pictures, you can see the people are distance exactly six foot. So the judging, so we only we can only get like five six people on the stage at a time. And that's kind of we did that too, you know, to make sure we're adhering to the rules and and uh, you know all of our stage crew wear masks of course and and uh, what we did we took uh, what's kind of good too is and this kind of played in and you guys have experienced the live judging, right? Yeah, man, mm-hmm. you, you competed in our show. Yep. And what's kind of good, yep. what's kind of good about the way that <laughs> I think we're lucky that our federation kind of went to that in light of what, what was going on because because we could actually break the show down into like three segments, you know. Because for those that are listening that have never experienced what that means is you know, you come out, you say you do your your mandatory uh, competing against the group, and you come back, you know, do a routine or a walk. And then you come, then we would come right back with the awards. So you're only there for maybe two, three hours, something like that. But what's good about that is we could actually segment the show out to where we, mm-hmm. they, so for example, yeah, for example, we did like the, you know, the muscle, you know, the bodybuilding segments first, and we came back with uh, more the men's physique. We, we did a section of that, kind of broke it out into a third. So what we did, we, we flushed the audience in each one of those segments, and then we sanitized. And it, it was very, very – I mean, we had to have this crew down, and we had the crew knew what we were doing, and uh, everything went off really, really well. It really did. So we were really pretty happy about it. So the bottom line is, you know, if you compete in NBF, we have an operating procedure. And so if you're thinking about trying to do something in the fall – I mean, if, if, as far as I know, our federation, we're going to make it as safe as we can for you. So don't, you know, don't fear that we're not trying to, you know, we're going to put on a show and it's, it's not going to be safe. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. And I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. Sorry. Something else had caught my attention there briefly. Um, I And I know a lot of people are interested in, um, what the safety protocols are, um, and I know you've alluded to some of them. Um, you know, you had limited numbers that you were able to hold in the facility. Um, it sounds like you were sanitizing in between sessions or, you know, wiping stuff down as best as possible, um, you know, doing those sorts of things. What maybe were some other highlights um, that you can share about what, you put into place to protect the competitors and the people attending. I know that uh, some folks were concerned about uh, masks, but uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know what the uh, situation is in Missouri, but masks are not necessarily required everywhere. They're suggested everywhere you go, but they're not mandated. I know some states there are, some states there are not. Um, So just kind of talk to us a little bit maybe about some of those areas. Well, you know, as far as the masks go, um, at the time we put on the show, it was basically it was more of a voluntary thing. I mean, across mm-hmm. the board. Uh, yeah. But we, you know, of course, 
our crew, we decided since we're going to be there all day that we should probably wear, wear one all the time. Um, Audience-wise, we told them, hey, you know, as long as you're with your family, and our crew was kind of keeping an eye on what was going on to make sure. And even even post, you know, someone would come off the stage and they want to take pictures and all that. And we had that one, we have an area backstage where people like to congregate and we try to make sure that wasn't happening. Um so, you know, the whole idea was to make sure that we're adhering to the rules. I mean, just like anything else, you know, you, you got a lot of people observing what you're doing, for one. And uh, so we had to make sure we're, we were in compliance. But, yeah, at that time, you know, right now it's in Missouri, it's more restrictive than it was then about masks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and we kept, you know, going around and spraying handrails and all, all the above down uh, we restricted, you know, as far as for restrooms. And another thing, what we did do too is instead of, uh, you know, keep down, keep down the, the congestion in regards to that kind of thing, because uh, we were on a, a, pretty much had to go to self, a skeleton crew because we were restricted about numbers at points at that point. So mm-hmm. what we did, mm-hmm. we actually did urine. We pulled urine on everybody at, at the polygraphs. So that way we had okay. it all ready to go. Yeah, that was a. That was another idea to kind of just get it done now versus, um, you know, doing it at the show and, and keeping congestion down and keeping that keeping that at bay. It's more controlled when you do it that way. So, uh, yeah, it, it was very, very interesting, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, the <laughs> it thing sounds is, like. <laughs> the thing is, is, just putting on a show is hard enough, and then you have to throw all these that. different yeah, it it really is. But like I said, I think I think uh, just the fact that we all kind of got together, put our heads together, and, and came up with a plan of attack, it it all came off very well. And the same thing with with the I actually judged the show up in Minnesota as well, and uh, it was interesting up there. Their uh, restrictions were actually very low. They, I think they can only have, I believe it was it was. 10 or 20 in the audience, that was it. It was limited, yeah. And, yeah, and what was interesting is, you know, several times I mean, they would actually pull whoever was sitting there almost by class. And you see, it was like this, it was like this musical chair, it was in and out, in and out, in and out, during, I mean, per maybe a high class or, it was, it was, or divisional-wise, because they had such a low restriction. Of people, so it, it was it was really. And I'll tell you another thing we did learn was uh, we, we did put together a streaming process, and uh, I, I got to give some kudos to Scott Dietzler of Liquid Spectrum for that one. Yeah, he's he, good. He went over the boat. Yeah, he, he really That's did a really really good job. So 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 buy pictures from him. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> he does a good video. job. He does a great job. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> after that plug. Yes, Liquid Spectrum, fantastic. Buy pictures. I do have another question here from Paul. He wants to know what yeah. was the energy level as compared to the fear factor at the actual show slash venue. Are you talking audience or competitor wise? Both. So I think he's wanting to know, you know, how was the energy yeah. level as compared to the fear factor? Because I'm sure the athletes are going to have their own excitement and concerns as well as those people in the audience. So, you know, both. 
You know, I'm going to tell you what, I, I, I really didn't see a fear factor at all. I mean, I really, really didn't. I, you know, I, I, you just didn't see. I mean, you, you knew people were kind of like walking away and kind of around each other, just like you know you always see in the grocery store, and that's fine. But I'm going to tell you what, when when they when they got up on the stage, you know, it was the energy. I mean, you only had you know 50, maybe at most 100, because we like I said, our it did open up. We did open up a few more seats, but even that 50 amount of people, man, people were going crazy. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I think it was almost like they're finally letting loose because they couldn't sit in their homes. Yeah. <laughs> All the time, you know? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. But, yeah, it, it was really, really good, I'll be honest with you. It, it really was. And then I'll tell you what, up in, in, uh, in the uh, uh, casino, uh, Aaron's show, I mean, it was the same way. I mean, it's amazing how much uh, noise people can make when there's only maybe 10, 20, and 50 to 60, you know? So it's, it's it was a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I got to ask, because like you said, with, with so much fluidity going around with the information, the phases, and all these other different things, did at any point did you feel like, man, they're going to pull the rug from under us at the last minute, and we're going to be basically left with the cat out of the bag. Absolutely. And, and, and that was one of the things, too, we, we kept in contact with our competitors and said, because they would say, is that, is I can't even imagine. That, I can't yeah. even imagine. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Well, that's why, I'm going to tell you, it, 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 came up, it, came, it came down to probably two or three weeks out before we actually knew for sure that we had our venue. I mean, but we had, we, we had alternatives that we could go and we just kept in contact with, we had actually two other ones. Well, it was, it was one, you know, it was like one, two, three in that order. And, uh, you know, the second one we had to always keep in our back pocket ready to go. And, and they knew that. I mean, what was interesting too is, you know, when, when in a situation it is right now, and this was kind of interesting was the fact that these venues were, they weren't really contractually um, tying you down. I mean, it's because they, they need, I believe it's just because they needed the business for one. So they were pretty, pretty open. And of course you got the mm-hmm. which all this legal stuff that, that can happen because of the, the situation. You, you can kind of walk away from something. I and mean, they know that. And, and we all, we were on, all on the same page, but it was all it had everything to do with, like again, like the mayor of Kansas City. It was pretty much. I think everybody's learned that now with all the things going on, their civics a little bit. <laughs> that it's not. It's really when it comes down to your city and, and, and the restrictions. It's, it's not really. It's not your president. It's not, it's not your governor. It's it's your mayor. So we had to kind of go, and, and, then, the, and then the county would then uh, give you the process. You know, so it's that we had to always say, believe me, uh, we were just almost worn out trying to keep up with all that stuff, you know, all the time, constantly. I mean, every day, it seemed like uh, on the hour, you had to kind of make sure that what was going on. And again, uh, like you said, it was, it was a constant change. It, it was a fluid situation and, and uh, you just had to be kind of prepared and you know be on top of it constantly so yeah, it was pretty stressful Goodness. Yeah, but 
<laughs> that it was. But, you know, probably so exciting at the same time each day. Are we going to do it or are we not? Are we going to do it? Yes, we're going to do it. Yeah. No, we're not going to oh, do it. Okay, goodness. yes, we're going to do it again. Oh, wait, maybe not. Maybe it's, not. Okay, no, yes, for sure oh, we I are. Can't <laughs> I can't that, I, I, I'm sure you guys had Motrin, Bufferin, Addison, Every headache medication possible. Everything I, I we advocate not taking. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, shoot. You're at the chiropractor day, twice like a day, I every day. Yes. <laughs> crack my back. And I don't even care. Just fix them. Shoot. Yeah. yeah it, it, it was All like right. a circus. And, uh, and, 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 and like, like I said earlier, it was kind of good. You know, we've been at this uh, venue pretty much from an inception of the show. And, uh, you know, Liberty, it's a, actually it's a city-ran facility. Uh, it's, it's a professionally-ran facility. And, uh, you know, they know us as well as we know them. And, and uh, hats off to, you know, the Liberty Community Center, too, Paul Miller up there. I mean, the guy did a fantastic job and helped us out, kept us in the loop all the way through. And, and you know, that's what it took. I mean, it took – you know, the people you're working with to kind of get back with you. And I'll tell you what, during this pandemic deal, um, i tell you what, I think everybody going home, it was trying to, you know, it was hard to get a hold of people. It really was. I mean, even though they were working mm-hmm. out of their home, I think half the time, most of them under sheets, you know. So uh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of like the Hawaii symbol, you know, you know, hang yeah. loose. It's like yep. I think that's what it was all the way through, you know, for people. Hey, I'm going home. I'm just going. But that's it was really tough, you know, trying to get things organized because of that, you know. And at times it really was. I mean, you could call someone or whatever, and uh, shoot, they wouldn't get back to you for a few days, and you're like, you know, we no. don't have an answer, oh. you know. So yeah, so it was pretty Man. interesting. But but I I will tell you that this facility up here though they were. They were with us every inch of the way, and it was it was pretty awesome. We were pretty good. And like I said earlier, uh, I don't know if he caught it, but essentially what happened was um, we had, we had uh, our April date, and we actually we always have a secondary date too. Well, that that came and went. Those two, and we're like, okay, we're going to go to this other alternative. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, I think about three weeks out, we get a call from them and say, well. We had a um, you know a dance company or whatever a group that they they uh, bailed that you guys wanted, <laughs> yeah. So and that's kind of how it came out, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it, it was it was different, no doubt. But no doubt. But that's kind of how it came down. But but I, I'm gonna say you know, and you guys know my wife, and and she's pretty much a, a great administrator, and and uh, yes, she is. No, no stone unturned that way. So keeps me on my toes, that's for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, Becky was gonna make sure everything was done by the numbers. I, I can, yes. I, I guarantee that. I believe that when I hear it. Um, next question here from Brenda. As a promoter, um, she's asking, how important do you think? Um, let's see, how important do you think keeping more people healthy and getting past this pandemic. So I think what we're, what we're really asking here is um, how important do you think the shows are 
actually competing are to keeping people motivated to bringing up their standard of health in, in light of the times that we're in, in, in staying healthy. Very well worded. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I think that we all need some kind of a point of motivation. And, you know, for some, the way I look at it too is, I mean, in a regular year, it's it's hard enough for people to have have a reason to compete. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think maybe if someone sees someone who like uh, my client who's out running on a trail, you know, and they're and they're busting it, and they're actually going through a diet protocol. I mean, that to me would be motivation enough to kind of see how someone has the guts to be able to do something. And not let something like this, you know, get in their way. I mean, I think that's kind of what maybe she's talking about, the motivating factor of keeping mm-hmm. healthy during a tough time. Yep. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there you go. But, and I think maybe, have, you know, having that, um, uh, having that show out there, you know, kept them going in that right direction. Yeah. Just let's face it. You know, hey, if you're, in, if you're in good shape and you've got a good diet and, that's one thing too, and uh, I think Kayla and, and I were kind of talking about the myth that when you're competing in a show that you're uh, not healthy. I, mm-hmm. That's not all depends on, I guess, the kind of diet you're on. But in my book, it's like how how can you not be healthy? You're, if you're eating clean, you're, you're eating, you're taking in plenty of nutrient. I mean, I guarantee you most everybody that competes pretty much they're on some type of supplement, vitamins, and eating, I mean, the best clean food they can. And then they're exercising, mm-hmm. and they're, they're outside, they're getting vitamin D. I mean, why wouldn't their immune system be stronger? Why wouldn't they be healthier? Yeah. Uh, there you well, go. Okay. John, you, you, you're going in on what I was going to talk about because I – we, there's a vast difference between a natural and an enhanced athlete, and much of it deals with what we're doing to our bodies, whether we're building up or destroying it from the inside out. And I think some of the confusion has been happening, especially with what's going on with the uh, the misinformation and miscommunication on, you know, what people are doing and how things are going. Because I've I've seen. Uh, the pictures that they were showing me with these uh, mass audiences and everything else and all that, the, the health risks that were, that, well, I don't want to say were, that are out there, you know, basically just to bring in the, the revenue and, and, and basically not really dealing with the people's health or the concern of it. So I, I can see where some of this uh, confusion is coming from, but it's not true for the natural athletes or the promoters who promoted, because you guys were competitors. This is nothing unfamiliar to the standards that you grew up in competing as an athlete and then crossing over into promoters and judges and everything else because the athlete has always been the prime uh, directive of basically protecting them because you knew what you wanted and how you wanted to be addressed when you competed. So I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, when you have people that can put a natural, and I'll put that in air quotes, uh, moniker on their shows and do everything that basically steps away from that true ideology and understanding. 
as a promoter, you know, I've I've seen you and Becky, and like Des said, it's got to be by the numbers or it ain't happening. And, uh, you know, that's with uh, competitors that are questionable and, and don't get their urine tests or, or polygraph. This is not, you know, we're not going to wait for a response three days from now. If you're not above the board going in, you're not going on stage. So, you know, with those kind of concerns, after 24 years, it's not even a debate. This is how it's going to happen, bar none. So when you see the confusion, you know, how would you speak to the novice that's just coming in and basically having the questions even more so about, you know, health and everything else? How do you relate that so they can understand that there are two different worlds being the enhanced and being the natural athlete? Right. Well, okay. Let's put it this way. Um, just like anything else, whenever you read about uh, GMO foods, okay, you got me? Uh, mm-hmm. Use of EPA plastics, all these uh, things in our environment that are estrogenic and they cause issues with our body, you know, I mean, all these things that are not good that we eat all the time but not pay attention to it. You follow me? I mean, and then, and then you throw in a, a chemical synthetic into your body. I mean, is that is that a, a good environment? I mean, the way I the way I look at it is this. Okay, you know, if you're telling someone that's new to the sport and and they they, they see the the other side or whatever, and they're, they're living kind of a crappy lifestyle anyway, and mm-hmm. you, you tell them essentially what I kind of just mentioned was. You know, when you when you if you're trying to gain muscle mass and strength as a natty, you know you, you can't you can't be doing you can't be drinking. You got you got to really pay attention to what what you're eating as well, because I mean you got to fuel you got to fuel the body. You got you got to make sure that it's at its peak, optimal, for to 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 grow for one and filling synthetic chemicals at it and all that. It can actually counteract being healthy for one and not not to say that you know people that are enhanced are gonna are, are actually not eating healthy and all and they are and no, and no doubt i mean they're they're paying attention too but it, it's still that risk involved to some degree on, on the other side um, that you get into as well i mean there's so many i mean a lot of times i think it's kind of lost in the wash but in reality there are problems with that yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, as far as for long-term health or, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, sure is, I mean, it, right. There, there is, I mean, there's, you know, you can high blood pressure, you, you name it. I mean, there's all kinds of issues out there. You know, you can destroy your hypothalamus, you know, your pituitary axis. I mean, all these kind of things in pretty short order. I mean, but, but in, in, in reality, going to a stage as, as a true natural athlete, um, there, there's no, there's, there shouldn't be any fear at all that you're un, in, unhealthy. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one thing that all I can say is, you know, I, I, just put this way, Becky and I would put on the show if we knew, this, knew the facts in regards to diet, nutrition, and, and, and the the health factor of doing the shows. I, the way I looked at it was those people that were backstage, they they are so far from not being 
healthy and are, are, are they being endangered? Oh, not at all. I, I, don't, I mean, plus the fact that we know the numbers are in now that and most of our competitors are under 30 and there's literally zero chance of someone actually uh, succumbing to the pandemic, you know, the virus anyway. So you need to go on top of the prophylactic part of it, you know, your, your masks and whatnot and cleaning and what, I mean, the, the, the chances of that happening is very, very slim. I mean, the people we were more concerned about were the older adults. And we, we told them, hey, you know, competitors, if you, if you have a fear, you know, you have an older adult, you know, or grandma, grandpa, just tell them, that, you know, not gonna, you get to watch it on the stream, you know, or something like that. I mean, we, we didn't restrict it at, you know, them coming, we just warned them. But again, Proper good diet and, and all the above, yeah. I mean, I think uh, you shouldn't have any fear at all. And uh, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tag on to what you're saying because I, you yeah. know, I I think we've answered Brenda's question and then we branched off into a couple different directions, but I think more. it yeah. all <laughs> is a little bit more. But I think it's all supportive of what she was getting at. So we have answered that. And then the second part of her question was, does it even make a difference if more people are healthy? So the first part, you know, are are is being um, on a competitive stage motivational to individual for good health. And I think we all agree that, yes, it is for different different reasons, as you guys have pointed out, and that beyond that, you know, from this perspective, our perspective, because I'm going to agree with John, is that, um, you know, it's not, it's not something to be feared in and of itself, because right now I feel like fear is still really ruling the world. And, um, right. you know, depending on your level of health, it's it's probably um, you know a valid fear, but in other areas it's it's just not. And I, you know I'm not yep. even going to get into yep. what yep. I think about the media sensationalism, sensationalism and how that's driving people's perspective based on facts and updated facts and new facts and science that have come out since this whole thing has started. That's a whole nother show. But the part B of this doesn't make a difference. And Brenda, I'll say wholeheartedly yes, and then I'll hand it over to uh, John and Kaylin. Yes, it makes a difference because people, even be, even since before COVID hit, they still need to see examples of what good health can look like because it's something that the majority of people want. They just not may not necessarily know how to get it or might not have the motivation right at that moment. But when they have that example, when they are ready, that just helps tips the cup to move them in the direction that they need to go. And especially when you're dealing with the environment that we're dealing in, you know, your personal health is your first line of defense. And as far as I'm concerned, and this is my opinion and my opinion only, it's your best line of defense. So building up your health, building up your immune system is what's going to help you thrive in this type of environment. If you are immunocompromised, Yes, you definitely have concerns and you need to take precautions. If you are not immunocompromised, yeah, you still need to take some precautions, but it doesn't mean you stop living life. And depending on factors that aren't really going to help you in your pursuit of health, the way that you think a mask and gloves and a hand sanitizer are going to. Being healthy in this day and age is, is critical, 
the more people that are healthy and have better odds of naturally overcoming a virus and or not even um, being impacted by it at all because their immune system was working that well, that's what we need. It's important for more people to be that way. And if you have compromised health, then you, 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 you're not there. Diabetes, overweight, this, that, and the next thing, pre-existing conditions, it's not, it's not a good place to be. The healthier you are, that's the place to be. And my rant is over. John, what do you have to add? No, no well said. That's per- I mean, that's exactly perfect. It's like everything that we're kind of throwing out is a simple fact that actually, if you think about it, our sport's very healthy, and it shouldn't be an issue in regards to worrying about going to a show and walking away being sick. I mean, it, it really it shouldn't yep. be something to, to worry about too much. You know, as long as the promoter has got a plan, and believe me, you know, we, we uh, well thought out, and, you know, hour upon hour to try to figure out, you know, in every, in, in every aspect, you know, from the time they got there to the time they went backstage, the time they got their trophy, the, you name it. All the way through, you had to really, really be careful about handling things and, and, and all the above. Um, and, but but that, that's exactly right. You know, you're, the motivation factor that, you know, see someone on stage, especially going through what we did, it, it can't, it's got to be priceless in my book as far as that goes. I mean, that's the way yeah. I look at it, too. Well, I, I just want to add the point that, you know, with so much negativity, it's nice to see something positive. Um, mm-hmm. And the ones that yep. have been talking with the people at the gym, you know, like when they see the transformations mm-hmm. that we're still doing, because a lot of the natural athletes are are, are still prepping for something, uh, if not the stage for something in the in their lives, or just continuing the prep they had planned. And then there were some that really uh, fell off the wagon just because of the disappointment and uh, the frustration. Sure. But one of the things I've learned is that, you know, you, you're if you are a role model, you don't get the off time. And I noticed that natural athletes that have been staying close to the stage ready have always been that motivational uh, force for the local communities whether they're on stage or not, it's just their attitude as as getting ready for stage. It, it, it really transforms the environment, whether we understand it or not. And one of the best things that I've seen, especially, you know, with, like, with the promoters that have been going through the years, it's been something of a blessing for us that we still have a format to use and a foundation to stand on being the shows and the stage. So even the thought of competition keeps people interested in staying healthy because they are piggybacking off of what we're doing. So if, if, if you think about how it magnifies and, and how it multiplies, it's a great spot to be if you stay healthy. And that it, that's done by staying natural because I, I was talking to a nurse who was very concerned about the people that are enhanced because they're more at risk because their body is basically fighting uh, drugs and everything else, because whether people want to admit it or not, it is a drug addiction, and your body is saving off the, the the things that go along with any addiction, and so their health declines, even though they might look phenomenal. They're they're really putting themselves at risk, so they do have 
what quote unquote a pre existing condition. And this is not attacking the individual, this is attacking the addiction that they're under. So, you know, if you think I'm picking on anyone or any name, that's just not happening. I'm I'm very concerned about the, the overall health of the people that are putting themselves right. at risk right. but for any drug addict. So I I'm not saying that to attack a person that you might be a friend with or whatever. Uh, help them get them to some help because their health is, is at risk. And in a time like this, it's even more susceptible for it. Uh, with that being said, nurses and doctors are very aware of what's going on. And there are a lot of health hazards, like uh, John was saying. So it, it's not us trying to bash anyone. It's just the understanding and the truth of what it is. You might think of them as larger than life. <clears throat> but I would look at them more like a, a clay statue that could break at any time. And, you know, I've, I've said on this show many times, I've, I've gone to enough funerals where I know exactly what I'm talking about and, and the, that foundation or the lack of foundation uh, for them. So with that being said, I'll pass it back to Dez and uh, leave it at that. My rant's done. <laughs> well, with that, I'm going to pass it back to John. And uh, we've just got a couple minutes left, so... If you have any updates you'd like to share on any uh, future shows for this fall or 2021, uh, lay it on us. Well, in just a few weeks, we have uh, St. Louis Naturals and Keith Hunter show coming up. And uh, I, I know several athletes, Michael Whitty, you know, some of the, some of these people like that. That are he's been online a lot too in regards to trying to motivate people to figure out how to train at home as well. And, He's getting he's getting ready for the show. I've been kind of following him. And, uh, and several other athletes, and uh, you know, it's kind of like they're all just gnashing at that bit, you know, wanting to get to do something at this point. Yes, indeed. But and, and Keith's numbers are pretty decent, you know, from what we've been talking to him about. And uh, you know, he's another one that had to kind of, I believe, he changes venue as well. But uh, but that's kind of what we, we're up against right now. But uh, but that's. That's coming up, and uh, we've got, uh, of course, the, the Nationals uh, World Championships. We're still on for October 24th. Uh, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're a little spotty on the amount of uh, shows we have left, but uh, we still have some. So just go to nambf.net and keep keep watching and, and, and find one to do. Uh, the uh, show in Oklahoma, the new one, I think it's going to be the T-Town, or they're kind of going together. Whatever down there, as far as that goes, on, on the show with the Collins and, and uh, the group down there, that's that's still on as far as we know it. And uh, so uh, that's that's uh, kind of the, the state of the nation, if you want to call it right now, of the NEMB. Yeah, but but we're we're actually one of the very few uh, federations that are actually doing this. And again, I think, uh, and, that, and of course, they're all going to be following you know our, our operating procedures as close as they can. Depending on their venue, you know, and, and that's kind of how it kind of works. But uh, but yeah, look guys, just don't be fearful. Uh, we're doing the best we can, and and uh, just be open minded and listen to your promoter, and you know we'll all get through this thing. And and you, you're gonna have you have a place to compete. I mean, if you can't find one, you know, just send us a note, and we'll kind of go down the line and kind of tell you what we're up to. So that's that's the only thing I can really kind of tell you. In uh, closing here to some degree, so there you go. Well, I think fearful. that I think that don't be fearful. I think that wraps it up pretty well. Kalen Patterson, Snickerdoodle, shout out. 
Well, I, I know that the more snickerdoodle I've had, the less COVID I've had to worry about. <laughs> All right, John, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show tonight and just to share your perspective. Please give uh, Becky our best. And uh, as you guys know, your body is a temple, so let's build it. You got it.